No. Blog Talk Radio. No. You're not no. doing it. October 28th, 2020, and Jerry's here today. Say hi, Jerry. Hola. Oh, you were supposed to say hi, Jerry. That's the big joke, right? Say hi, Jerry. I may be in Canada. Yeah, okay. Hey, everybody. I got a good story to start off the show. Today's guest, PJ Ladores. I bet you PJ is Pierre uh, Jerome or something like Mm. that. Anyway, PJ Ladores has the most fantastic online personal branding strategy that I have ever seen in a recruiter anywhere, anytime. Listen to this. He was at a football game between the Green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks, and he sat beside a dad and his 13-year-old son, and they were big, big Packers fans in a crowd of Seahawks fans. And one of the Seattle fans was saying abusive stuff to the kid throughout the game, you know. But P, a jerk, yeah, but PJ was beside him. He was very friendly. Anyway, Seattle had a surprising comeback, and the kid was nice. He congratulated PJ, who is a, a total Seahawks fanatic. And in return, PJ gave the kid his Richard Sherman Super Bowl shirt right off his back, right? Well, the dad was so impressed, he reported it to NBC, and Richard Sherman, this football player, heard about it, and he sent PJ a bunch of swag, and then Princess Cruises gave him a a free cruise, and he was on TV, uh, and here's what NBC said about him. He said the 35-year-old corporate recruiter, listen to this, who rides horses competitively in his spare time described himself as just an average guy (laughs) but said that he was overwhelmed by the attention his act received now if pj sends you a recruiting email right and you say who is this guy and you do a search on his name and you see this stuff are you going to reply i think so but let's ask the man himself on jerry jerry Thank you, Jerry. I something went crazy with my voice at the end there. Man, was that a shriek? Woof, woof. Yeah. Okay. That's uh yeah. yeah, don't try what the professionals can handle. <laughs> Nah, okay. Mine was a Howard Dean <laughs> quality shriek. He lost Dick, the election yeah. because, yeah. Okay, I'm going to thank yeah. the sponsors. I'm going to thank the sponsors. It takes a lot uh, more than that to lose an election now. Uh, we'll see. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't want to get Throw that in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Well, uh, 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 what's the one with debts? Okay. PCRecruiter.net, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. It is versatile. It is for every kind of recruiting. I know the guest today, he loves to comment on uh, ATSs. He's welcome to do so if he wants to. We'll see, okay, because he's got a lot of tool talk. But PC Recruiter is the sponsor. So is Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. 
They are the super-duper sourcing tool. Everybody raves about them. Honit, H-O-N-E-I-T dot com, the online interview recording technology. Tell you more about them later. And uh, what's Wilson Cole's uh, company? It it, it escapes me for the moment. I I can't remember. Oh, I'll have to come back to it. Sorry, they're great. They're a collection agency. What? Is this some? Is this is this a change in format? No. Start starting off just with all of the show sponsors. Yeah, but usually I I just make it faster. Okay, I'm screwing yeah, up uh, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're uh, okay. killing. But anyway, killing this company. The tiny bit of momentum you had off the uh, Seahawks jersey oh, okay. story. Okay, so let's let's get yeah, to yeah, the end. I knew Jerry would love that one. I knew Jerry would love that one. PJ Lador. Okay, man. he was. He was very nervous about coming on this show. Oh, uh, PJ, I'm going to introduce you before you start talking, okay? You've got no got Twitter it. address. Shame on you, okay? So I can't give it Don't out for it. people to Don't criticize do it. you. Don't Twitter okay. Twitter. sucks. Don't Twitter. This is, how, this is how PJ talks about himself. I was poached out of a pet shop at 20 years old, okay? I worked on 100% commission for four years. Fast forward 18 years later, I think it's 20 years now, and I've worked at companies like Microsoft, Amazon, Hulu, and Google. Okay, sounds like he has no post-secondary education. I'm not sure. Here's what else he's – do you want to comment on that, Uh, PJ? I'll give you a chance. Anything you have to say there? No, I mean, look, I mean, I've been been around the block. It's not not, not my first rodeo in this, and I'm not kidding. You were poached out of a pet shop. What does that mean? Someone bought a hamster, and they said, you know, I like the way this guy sold it to me. I'm going to hire him. What happened? Yeah, that's exactly what happened, man. I sold I sold the right guy a tortoise. He wanted a tortoise for his office. He's you know came in as a big sales. He was a director of recruiting for an agency. Twenty eight years old. You know, he's got the world. World by the shorts, right? And, uh, you know, I came in and said he wanted to spend a certain amount. He walked out spending a different amount. And Eleven job interviews later, they interviewed everybody in the damn company, and they hired me as a recruiter. Six months, I was leading the entire company in sales. No idea what I was doing. It took me about four okay. years before I really figured the job out. Uh, and then yeah, you left. Uh, you went into corporate. That's got to be a question later on. Okay. Yeah, why, if you're job, such man. a good agency recruiter, why would you go in-house? But here's what you also say about yourself. I was a natural. I had good instincts for recruiting from day one, okay? It has served me very well and also got me into hot water plenty of times. Yeah, okay? absolutely. So, so uh, 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 recruiters in general, do they, have, like, do they have to have this natural talent? Is that the deal breaker? No, I mean, yeah, like any job, right? It's, uh, I think recruiting is both art and science. So there, there's a science path, there's an art, sci- there's an art path. Um, but you really you need to master both sides. You really want to kind of level up. And yeah, you didn't answer the question. You years. didn't answer the question. What, what, you what, were what, a, what, working what, in a pet store. You were a little punk, and you say, I was good at recruiting punk. from day one. I was a natural. I was born with some talent yes. that made me good for recruiting. Can there be someone who has no natural talent who can learn to do it as good as you? Okay, Because obviously you distinguished yourself as someone who had something other people did, okay? Yeah, the first couple of years, no. I think anybody who does it for 20 years, tip, tip your hat. You're good at what you do. Okay, I'm moving on. Though. You can't answer. Yeah. You don't want to answer. You don't understand the question. I, did, I, uh, know. I said no. I said no. You, you, a natural recruiter is going to have an advantage the first couple of years. 
right? Until okay. you really learn the job, you're going to rely on your instincts, and you probably shouldn't even have it that way. Okay. You so, also sounds said, like the thing that he had that somebody else didn't to start his career was a tortoise. Yeah, well, no, no. That's he right. upsold the guy, I mean, Gary. That's, that's what he had. Upsold him. Yes, upsold him. Oh, he didn't, he didn't even buy a tortoise? No, he did. He, he bought a tortoise for a, for a much higher price if he wanted to. And like a big leather saddle for it? Well, you know. Like you in gotta, the Westerns? <laughs> turtles and tortoises, they, they come with like a certain <laughs> certain level of care. When you call somebody out, like, hey, if you, if you want to save money, you can spend X. If you want to do it the right way, spend Y. Right? He spent Y. Sure. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just I just want to note, I want to bookmark the fact that I disagree with PJ already. He has a natural <laughs> talent, and I believe that anybody who's going to be good at it has probably a natural talent. You can't learn it, okay? My guess is you can learn recruiting, but not like a natural can, okay? No substitute for experience. PJ said sometimes there's no substitute for experience. You have to learn by making mistakes, what does that mean, PJ? Well, this is the hot water piece, right? I think if you're unafraid to make mistakes, that can get you in trouble, learn fast, adapt quickly. But, I mean, it's just that. This job is 90% failure or 90% rejection might be a better way to say it. I'm either rejecting you or you're rejecting me probably 90-plus percent of the, of the time. Um, and so you have to get comfortable with that. That's a mistake, right? Uh, technically interviewing somebody you don't make an offer to, technically that's a mistake. Learn from it. Adapt. Get comfortable with that and, and move on. Um, the job is mistake-ridden. You know, the whole thing's a, just a big-ass mistake. Um, you learn and you adapt and, and, and you move forward. Okay, so here's what, uh, Jerry, you, Jerry, you still awake? Jerry, you still awake? Um, <laughs> okay, yes. Okay. okay, he said, he just said, if you interview someone who's not perfect for the job, you've made a mistake. Do you believe that? That's absurd. That, he, didn't mean, uh, he, didn't, he didn't mean to say way. that. You're just trying to catch him in wordplay here. Your audience is smarter than that. I air quoted it. You didn't see the air quote. I air quoted it. I understood very very well what you meant. Here's what he meant. He meant if you source somebody who's not good for the job, you've made a mistake. And and in a way, it's true, but it's just not practical, reasonable. I mean, go ahead. Uh, The job is not 100%. My point was can't get comfortable with the idea that you're not going to make mistakes. The whole job is a mistake. It's built on making uh-huh. mistakes. So you so you can find that perfect fit or a good fit. You don't need to be perfect. Find somebody who can do the job well, right? And it's excited about what you're doing. Um, okay, you know, find that yeah, person. Yeah, okay. You can't find that 100%. Okay, but you're not saying that 90% of your offers are rejected. You're not saying that. No, I'm saying I'm saying 90% of the process is, is a rejection. I reject mm-hmm. you, you reject me. And 90% of the time, so we're in the stage, I'm going to reject you, you're going to reject me. We get to an offer, you know, you, you should probably be be a little higher than 90% rejection if you want to survive at recruiting for you know, more okay, than a okay, day. Okay, okay, enough, 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 enough. I have to guide you. I can see you just like blabbing, okay? But And, and he actually sent, he sent me some, some – he, he, just before the show this morning, he sent me some topics he wants to blab about. I said, okay. But before we get to that, I remembered – I remember the URL, the domain name for my sponsor, staffingdebt.com. How could I forget there. it? See, that's the proof. It's good because even though I forgot it, it stuck in my mind, came back a minute later. Well, if you, are these guys uh, like the are, cousin Guidos of like, chasing down money? Is that, <laughs> these guys, like, if, somebody, if somebody owes you money, you call these guys and they, they go knock on the door and they know somebody? Is this, 
this is what this company is. You know is? what? I, I think I think you're going to get us into diversity problems with that reference you made to the Sopranos <laughs> a minute ago. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good. This chance. guy. This <laughs> specializes. This guy specializes in uh, recruiting agencies whose clients hire their candidates without paying them. Okay. So if that's ah. all he does. That's all he does. Rich Rosen endorsed him, uh, and he he's a good recruiter. So uh, yeah, check him out. Me. And Wilson, Wilson Cole was a great guest. Okay, so now let's get to PJ. PJ wants to talk about tool recruiting tool failures. Go ahead. Well, not uh, not rec- recruiting tool failures, but I gotta I gotta ask the question, Animal. Am I gonna get you in trouble by talking about hire tool? You talk about every anything you want. Okay. Talk about anything that I want. Well, here, okay, I, I, I think yeah, I haven't built my sponsors in over a year. I haven't built my sponsors. Oh, you in haven't? Over a year. Oh, okay. you should. Okay, send him a bill. You know, go do that right now. Then I'll start talking about hire tool. Get that bill paid. No, I. Look, I, I there, you talk about the big three, right? If you think about, uh, you know, let's just take LinkedIn out of the, out of the conversation. Think about it just purely from tools. I think that's an important conversation that tools are all missing right now, and that's they're not focused on ROI. Recruiting ROI, uh, and I think about you think about the big three: seek out, intel, hire tool. And when I think about ROI for what we do, I think about converting a prospect from a, to a candidate. That's my ROI. Now, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about the cost of the tool. I'm not talking about the scope of the tool. The literal sense of ROI, and one of the big things, and and then you know, I'm a big fan of Dan. I've known him for for a while, but I've been having the same conversation with Nin for five years, and Nin loves to cap ROI. He loves to tell you that you can only convert – He's gonna, he'll find you 400 million prospects, but he's only going to allow you to convert a few hundred a month, right, which is like two hours of sourcing. You know, that's the, this is the part where I think overall as an industry, I'd like to see these guys think a little more from a recruiter mindset and think about what our, our, our ROI is. You know, our companies are paying the bill. I don't care what the cost is. I really care about what I can do with the tool and converting prospects. Can I ask a question? Hold on a second. Does anybody yeah. on the line understand question. what he's talking about? Uh, does anybody? Yeah. Jerry, I don't think you do. Yeah. You. That's why I was saying, can I ask a question? Yeah. Go Actually, ahead. I was asking. I wasn't saying. Um, um, so when you say uh, that it only allows you to convert 200 prospects, what what does that mean? You can only you only get contact info for 200 people a month. Yeah, you can only reach out to so many people. Each one of them has a limiting factor. Tell is high, seek out medium, higher tool is very, very, very low. Like in very wow. Like wow. I, I love NIST. That's but absurd. Dude, I, I I can use higher tool and I'm done with it in an hour and a half for the whole month. That's for your monthly month. subscription. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, well you're paying you're paying, you know, you're paying, you know, the, your companies or or if you're a headhunter or if you know, like Jerry, you own your company. You're paying, you know, seven, eight thousand dollars for this tool that you can only use a few hours a month, because it's capping yeah. you on, on, on literally. I can source anything I want on that tool. They'll give you everything you want, except for the contact info and the ability to, to email them. You can go get another free tool. You can get Swordfish. You can go yeah. add to a couple of tools. But come on, man. Yeah, this is the part where I'm like, I don't want to use three tools. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, oh, that's all you want is that contact info. That sucks. Yeah, but wait yeah. a second. I'm going on, those, I'm going on record if, with that animal. Okay, if those are excellent uh, candidates, you probably don't need any more. Are they that good? Well, you think about uh, – I mean, there's no – I mean, if you're an in-house recruiter – How do you know? requisition, 
You know what I mean? What is it? I don't need one excellent candidate. I need 50 excellent candidates. So to get 50 excellent candidates, I need to source five, six, seven, eight hundred. You know, so if I'm just sourcing for one job, you know, those those numbers that Ned gives okay, you. Okay, hold and on some a second. Wait a second. Are... Wait a second. 150 might be good for a kitchen table recruiter like Jerry. You uh, listed no, yourself. No, uh, no way. I'm tired of no that way. bullshit. Nobody, Nobody, nobody. I'm telling you, 150, 150 prospects for a month to convert to candidate is useless no to anybody way. in any industry. Any industry. I'm I'll, in an I'll burn state. through 150 candidates in, in two days. <laughs> yeah, that's done. I mean, you're done. I mean, you might as well just shift the rest of the month out. You know, this is uh-huh. this job doesn't take two hours a month. You got to okay. you got to source three, four times a week. Okay, so now since you trashed my sponsor, what about those I other two companies? Well, yeah, so so, I think, I think, it uh, sounds like you trashed your former sponsor. I know, yeah, your former sponsor. Well, listen, I, I think I think you think about Jerry. You know school. you I haven't think... been paid in a long time. Well, they I haven't billed them. Okay, <laughs> where's <laughs> my money? Really call them a sponsor. <laughs> wow. You know where where <laughs> Hire Tool gives an advantage? It's got much higher scope. Um, they have the biggest access. Like Seek Out is a fairly limited. I like Seek Out, this, but it's a very limited audience. It's GitHub, right? So you can basically source 25 million people on GitHub. Then they charge you a ton of money to do anything else outside of that. But they give you a lot of outreach ability. You can outreach to, you know, five, 600 people a month. So the scope, in terms of scope, HireTool is the, the best tool in the market. It just limits your ROI. Costs, they're all the same. And they, all, they all want to charge you the same dollar. Um, so I don't know. I, I, think about, I think really about those two things, the scope of the tool, which higher tool has the edge. I think about uh-huh. the ROI, which are higher tools, the rock bottom of the industry. And then I think about like the cost and they're all, they're all about the same until it was like that middle one. It just does everything. Okay. Okay. Hold on Good one second. Let's add one ROI. relevant. Let's add one relevant, a uh, bit of info. What kind yeah. you are a senior engineering recruiter. What kind of people are you recruiting? Cause I think that makes a difference on these tools. They, they, they have strengths in different uh, kind of job categories. I might be wrong. But what do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think Steve Couch, you're, you know, uh, fairly targeted towards engineering talent. You know, hire tools source anybody. They don't care. They, they're they pulling information from 50-plus resources, so it's just, which is the scope, right? It's a massive amount of scope. He gives you access to a lot of talent. I, I focus, on, you know, par- primarily on behavior, motion planning, and as it relates to autonomous vehicles. That's three months old, though. Before that, I was recruiting – very much more of a generalist, right? Recruiting everything under the sun as it relates to engineering, product, program, project, software engineers, estets, you know, for a variety of... Okay, let's move on. Next topic. Okay, you've got three topics. You've got three topics here, okay? Yeah. Although, if you want to stick with tools... Wait, if you want to stick... Let's stick with tools. You love Calendly, right? Okay, you love Calendly. Is that still true? The greatest tools have been created. There's simply all the tools out there that have completely changed like my outlook on recruiting Calendly. That's the tool. I hate scheduling. I hate it. I'm a terrible RC. I am a, I am a terrible scheduler. I love Calendly is like your own assistant. It just automates your entire scheduling experience. You just dump a little link in there and you move on to the next candidate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else want to comment on Calendly before we move on? Nope. Okay. His next one, he also loves this, Visage. Dot jobs. Visage. Oh, visage. 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 Oh, I forgot your French. Okay. Le Doge. Okay. The do- is that what they call Jim, 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 Jim Morrison's band? Is that what they call Jim Morrison's band in, uh, in France? Le Doge? Yeah. 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 Le Doge. Yeah. 
I think it means I think it actually means like baker or something silly. I don't know. So it's, it's not something cool. Okay, so what 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 is Visage and why do you love it so much? Uh, I haven't used Visage, Visage in a sorry, while. I but, forgot but already. Visage. Is, Visage. Yeah, Visage is your crowdsourcing, right? So you can kind of dump your job out there, and they've got sourcers to get you know basically a dollar lead type thing. So it's it's good for volume. I think it's good for jobs where you just need a lot of a lot of activity, but the sourcing is not super in depth, not super complicated. And they've got sources all over the world, not in the U.S., that will just source against that job and dump candidates. They qualify the candidates through an AI tool, and if they, you know, if it's quality and you you select yes, then you know you get all the details. So you mean is this one of these things where 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 Joe Blow over in Taiwan can uh, yeah look up absolutely. names on on anywhere online and and just put them into the you know this online database and and you get to pay for them a dollar a name or something like that is that what you're saying yeah i, I think i think you set the rate you know what you want to pay per lead but that's, uh-huh. that's the basic idea just, uh, how good is the searching like how the good is the searching tool uh, you know if you've got well, these not, yeah no no name people putting people in are they coding them properly or or so that you yeah, can I actually find I mean, them yeah i think it's good i mean you have to go in there with some level of expectation that's not I'm not going to put, you know, behavior, motion planning, you know, AV job in there, right? That's going to be really mm-hmm. complicated. 15 keywords later, one resume later type thing. But, you know, if you've got like, you know, if you're hiring like C-sharp, if you're hiring a bunch of contractors, you're hiring for like mm-hmm. a fairly easyable, like that you need a dozen of them, like now. You don't need okay, a company. But look at, pay, hold pay on, we, I don't know if Ernie's on the line, but Ernie Marino calls into the show sometime. He's uh, working in the food industry in the United States. Uh, he's yeah. not going to find people. Is he going to find people on Visage? No, so you don't find people on Visage. You treat it like a job board that people crowdsource against your job. So oh, okay, you put okay. your, you put let your me job move on. Out there, okay, I didn't understand, but okay, so yeah. okay, then let's not. Let's say, you know what? They're not paying me enough on Visage. Okay, you didn't do a good job <laughs> describing it. Okay, you wanted uh, yeah, a texting. cut you a check. Okay, you wanted a texting tool that handles gifts. You said a lot of sourcers are having luck getting prospects to engage using gifts. The target audience for this is 20-somethings in uh, retail and hospitality. Uh, gifts are fun. Uh, you know, these they're more easy to act with a GIF uh, versus a standard SMS message. Did you find a tool that you wanted to use? They're not using it yet. Gary, hey Jerry, do you gifts? Do you use gifts? Gifts are hot right now. They're hot. No, I love to. Tell Candace me about love it. Gifts. Candace love gifts. I don't know why they love them. I'm too old for the day, but they love gifts. Texting tools is a little invasive, but for whatever reason, using gifts, it just breaks yeah. it down. It's silly. It's fun. It's just you know you don't get a temperamental response. Um, so gifts are hot. I don't know of any texting tool that allows you to input gifts yet. You know, they're all too what focused gifts, on what kind of gifts, gifts would you what kind of gifts would you put well, in? Gifts are hot in email marketing right now. I mean gifts are email marketing is all about gifts. You know, every every email sequencing tool out there for recruiting is like highlighting their ability to add gifts to the to their emails. Hmm. You know, because again it's you know, it's a generational thing and I think it's the less a it's a little disarming. It's uh, disarming, right? Yeah, but what, what's the gift from is the gift from from ah, different man. movies or is Gary's the gift expert. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, fine. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, what 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 websites are the best for benchmarking pay rates? You said you like Pesa. P a y s a. I love Pesa. And I love Levels. FYI. What is Levels. It? FYI. Levels. FYI. It's got all the big tech companies on there. It's got their full comp spell details. It. Can you spell it? Level. Can you spell it? Yeah. 
L-E-V-E-L-S dot F-Y-I. Okay. This no, is the F-Y-I. cool kid on the block. It's the cool okay. kid on the block now. Okay, World but you cool said PESA, PESA is super slick, and it's got lots of great data, right? PESA is the one where I pay for it. It's great. I like PESA. Okay. It's very modern but you tool. didn't. But you didn't say payscale.com, and you didn't say bls.gov, nope. which other people use, right? No, I actually, I, yeah, I, I, the only time I've used the BLS is when I, when we're doing like the anything around like H1, and we need to make sure that we're within that pay range. Mm-hmm. Anybody H1? I forget the H1. Anybody want to say something? Anyone want to say something? Anybody, even Jerry, want to say something at this point? Want me to go on? Okay, okay. <laughs> Online, on uh, people like tools, and I, I, you know, I don't. I got you. You give a, you leave a, a lot of messages on Facebook that are really good. Okay, so uh, I'm asking you about them. You uh, like online coding assessment tools. CoderPad is what you like. Am I right about that? CoderPad. Like, yeah, Coder, well, CoderPad is great because it's a virtual whiteboard. HackerRank and um, I'm forgetting what the other one is are more like the assessment ones, although CoderPad has, you know, you can drop in challenges they do, but HackerRank is the one where they actually create the challenges for you or you can create them yourself. They have got all the tools that, that you know make sure that people aren't cheating. You know they scrape the make sure that the, those questions aren't out there on the web with the Okay, answers. but you said it's expensive. Okay. Yeah. HackerRank is you it's said it's cheap. expensive. Yeah, okay. I think these and, are but, last I checked, these are fourteen, fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars for a startup. Uh huh. Yeah, much okay. more for you know larger large companies. Okay. But, but you're good endorsing for, uh, junior medium level talent. You know they're good. They're not okay. good for. Senior. But you're endorsing CoderPad. You're endorsing CoderPad well, and Coder Hank Hacker It's more of an interview one. You know, <laughs> CoderPad is more of an interview tool. You use CoderPad for anything virtual related because literally you can write code with somebody else right in front of you on a proper coding pad, right? It's Jerry, really Jerry, 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 hey, any interest hey, in this hey. stuff? No, no, I'm snoozing off. Great guest, PJ is a stellar dude. I think you're losing the audience here. You're getting off into uh, wonky stuff. Okay, we, okay, we, okay. We, okay. He wanted to talk about could in, you? Okay, you want to talk? Well, hey, he also can, wants can to talk. Ask, can, yeah, can I can ask a question about like talent acquisition. Jerry, what do you think when you th- what do you think of that word when people think versus recruiting when they start calling their their entire orgs talent acquisition? Yeah, I. I, I, I didn't like it at first, but now it's just kind of what it is. I, I was also against the, the adoption of the word recruitment here in Los Estados Unidos. But, again, I've uh, accepted that. You know what I mean? It's just coming along. I mean, I I still have my uh, business cards that say personnel department on it. So, uh-huh. you know animal, what I mean? You, do you get, animal, do you get triggered by this word? I get triggered. Do you get? Am I, am I the only one left over that's like annoyed? Uh, I think it's a bit hoity-toity. These guys, you know what triggers me? Leader, okay, instead of manager. Okay, I'm still hooked yeah. up on that. I'm a leader. I, something about, I'm a leader. Something no, about, you're not. <laughs> yeah, lead. I mean, what, I mean, to me, it's still an individual contributor. You think about leading something. You can lead any. I'm, you can lead a, an email, right? It's not, it's not yeah. managing I don't know. The, the word to, to me, it, it, it doesn't accompany anything we do, right? So we don't acquire anything. It's not a single job function in recruiting that is an acquisition-based thing. Everything is engaging, 
you know, it could be marketing, sales, it could be a lot of different things, but talent acquisition, there's literally – So I, I, here's the problem. Acquisition, I read what you said about it. Acquisition yeah. sounds like uh, you're, you're buying a slave, okay, and you don't like that. Yeah, or just buying uh, it. We, we, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's transactional. I, there's already a good word for what we do. It's recruiting. Why yeah. do we need to change – you know what I mean? That, that's exactly recru- what we do. That's it's recruitment. Word. Uh, recruitment, yeah. Sir. Yeah, please. <laughs> I don't okay, know. I, I think I'm one of the last ones that get kind of just set yeah, off. Okay, we got your rant. Yeah, we, you get you get it off your it. chest, okay? But but you've I'm also not, got I another. I do feel better. You got you got better. another peeve about in mails. You don't like in mails or something like that. Go ahead. No, you know, in my case, are you guys uh, Jerry? You you own your company. You probably get bombarded by a million B two B in mails right, right all, now, right? All day. Uh, it's what all happened? crap. Dude, it is uh, – Seriously, all day. It, I mean, it used to be bad, but now it's like out of control. I think – I feel like B2B in-mails, and I think recruiters are, are – you know, I think a lot of people that are non-recruiters like Cry Me a River. You're getting blasted on, on LinkedIn. Sorry, not sorry. But I think for recruiters, I feel like B2B in-mails are where we were 10 years ago. They're all bulk in-mail and people that don't do anything to do what they're wanting. I get marketing – and uh, emails all the time, like, hey, we, you know, we, you know, engineer recruiter in my job title, and they're reaching out to me about, hey, you know, we'd love to help you out with your marketing needs. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, but you marketing? also say, let me interrupt here, okay, because you're a rambler, okay? And, and Jerry was nice oh, enough to stop me. <laughs> Jerry stopped me when I was going too deep uh, on the. That's uh, what whatever. you pay me for. That's what you okay. for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you know what? PJ is complaining about in-mails, but he says his response rate is not bad, 40%, up to 80% sometimes in the past. Am I right about That's that, correct. PJ? That's correct. That's correct. I'm very targeted. Ten years ago, I was bulk in-mailing like everybody's doing in B2B sales right now. Now you should be targeted, right? You should have a reason why you're reaching out to somebody and should probably be vocal about that reason in the in-mail. Okay. I'm going to do an ad for – PC recruiter. I mean, this guy PJ. I know a lot about what he thinks about ATSs, and he never talks about PC recruiter. Ah, but PC recruiter loves recruiters, and it doesn't matter what kind of recruiter you are. You could be a recruiter like Jerry. You could be a recruiter like PJ. Okay, uh, and um, as, as PJ keeps reminding Jerry, he works for himself, where PJ prefers to work in a, a big famous company. Okay, and uh, they can help you. Either way, and they love you no matter whether you're big or small, big or small. We help them all happily, okay? And, and the key thing with them is, and this is something I noticed PJ says, PJ likes when you can edit the software to suit yourself. And PC Recruiter brags all the time that you can configure their software. You can customize it to suit your workflow, and if you don't know how to do it yourself, they're happy to help you. Okay, PCRecruiter.net. Listen, Dude, you've got to change that, man. You've got to change that. Oh, hold on. Let me ask that's PJ. the same lame-ass <laughs> ad you've had. Nobody wants to customize and configurable their APS. They want. They want. Uh, come Absolutely. on. Go to yeah. Look at Lever. Lever, you can't uh, you can't change your own workflows without contacting customer service. It takes you three, five, six days if you can get it done. Last time I had Lever, I had, I had a ticket that was twenty long. Literally 20, 20 back and forth to change one step in my workflow. That's come on. It's you got to have custom. You got to be able to. You got to be able to make it yours. Recruiting is such a. People get set in their ways. Uh, you know, the, everybody has. You know, there's there's the standard funnel, and everybody has their own version of a funnel. 
you got to have ability to operate within your way to stay organized. It's a really hard job to stay organized. Uh, it's hard for me to do it Jerry's way. It's hard for Jerry to do it PJ's way, you know? I'll, I'll hey, consider PJ, that. PJ, I'll consider PJ, is this Ernie Moreno? Hey. Hey, what, what's up, man? What, what ATS? How are you? Hey, what what, good, what good. ATS do you use? What CRM do you use, PJ? I use Greenhouse. I like Greenhouse because it plays well in the sandbox. Every tool wants to wants to basically, you know, uh, integrate with Greenhouse first because it's very API friendly. Um, and Greenhouse uh-huh. likes having a lot of tools. They like they like a big toolbox. So I like Greenhouse for that reason. Greenhouse, has, like any ATS, has its problems. Um, uh-huh. you know, other people like Lever because it's you know the UI is better than than Greenhouse in a lot of ways. So. For me, I, I'm a greenhouse guy until someone someone comes along better. And I haven't used PC Recruiter. I'd, I'd love to check them out for sure. When, okay. when you when you uh, when you reach out to a candidate, you identify a candidate you want to talk to. What's your process in connecting with that candidate? So it depends on you know I guess it depends on where I'm sourced. You know if they're an applicant or if they came in through a referral or an agency or if there's actually somebody I sourced. But if it's coming in through the ATS, i.e. like an agency put it in there or a referral or an applicant, you know, they have a lot of variety of templates in Greenhouse that you can use. So I usually just click their email and drop in one of my templates. I don't think that's what he's what asking you. Okay. I don't think that's what he's asking. He's okay. asking you what, sub, what subject, what's your email subject line? That's what he wants to know. Oh, or, or, you know. Or, or more, more so, do you, do you call yeah, him first? Yeah. Do you text him first? Do you, oh, yeah. Do okay. You well, yeah, the first method of yeah. contact. What's that, PJ? First method of contact is email, email. Second method of contact is phone. Hold on, in mail. What, what did you in mail or email or both? You've got to be very clear, <laughs> okay? In mail or or I typically don't like to do both. Uh, in mail or email. The email doesn't work. I'll sequence email them. They're already in the ATS. I'll email them. Phone second, text third. Okay, hold on. Those are your preferred. So, does that mean yeah. you're going to email or in-mail them, then go to the phone for the second contact if they don't reply, and then text the third time, or that's just your yeah. order of preference generally across the board? Honestly. That's that's generally I generally my order order of preference. Oh, okay, so let's say so you email them, they don't respond. How many times are you going to keep emailing them? Oh, I don't like to email multiple times. Uh, I like to follow up with a phone call. Well, a little, little bit old school on that, right? So if the email okay, didn't so work, you, I like to follow you, I like you to email, you email, hold on. Get I want to help Ernie. I, I had this question planned, too. Thank you. You, 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 you email them, <laughs> then you phone them. The second, So that's the second message. They don't. The person doesn't respond. Hold what, on. What comes, hold on. And where are you getting your phone numbers then, PJ? White page. Well, there you go. Yeah, so Swordfish um, is a good one. Uh, uh, Gem is a tool that we use to integrate with LinkedIn and our ATS. Fantastic. Um, they do a really good job of sourcing contact info and instantly putting it into your ATS. Um, so those are usually my, my, my go-to um, for, for contact details. You don't know, I mean, I would say I, I have access to the number of somebody that I sourced 40% of the time, tops, right? So in which case, yeah. I might send a follow-up email. I might do sequencing. Um, you know, I, if I'm really interested in that person, I want to find a way to engage with them. One thing we're not talking about is Facebook. Well, I wonder if anybody still uses Facebook Messenger. We started to, and then we stopped. Hmm. I don't Twitter, use it. I don't, do, I, don't, I don't use Twitter, so I don't DM. I don't slide into their DMs um, usually. Usually See, I try to avoid the social with candidates because I feel you, like that's, it's personal. Okay, let me when finish you, when my you read, question. Wait a second, Ernie. 
you, you, you get so you you emailed the person, no reply. You uh, you get to the you phone call, no reply. Do you leave a voicemail? Yes or no? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't so you don't get be no that reply. guy. Oh, don't be that guy who doesn't leave a voicemail. Uh, well, tell us your voicemail. What is your voicemail? Tell us your voicemail. Oh, God. I mean, my my voicemail is usually like fairly quick to the point. Uh, however, whatever stage I'm in, like if I'm calling them, you know, again, depending on where they came from, you know, what level of engagement I'm at with them, it's going to determine how I'm going to kind of frame that call. No, no. Want you, you, you send an email. Oh, come on. How much do I have to lay it out for you? You send an email. You didn't get a okay, reply. You're phoning them. You get a voicemail. What do you say? Did I find them on LinkedIn? Did I find them on the deep web? Did I read a, a publishing that they wrote? What? How did I find them? Like that? How do I answer that question? You, you yeah, find them on LinkedIn. There's a hundred different ways to LinkedIn. find a candidate. So I found them on LinkedIn. If I send them an email, I would reference that. I'd say, like, this is PJ Matork. Just calling to follow up on my email. Got your contact details. I hope I'm calling the right person. Look, you've got a really interesting back, background X, Y, and Z. I'm really interested in talking with you. Repeat my name. Repeat my phone number. Say it slowly. End the call. Right? Shoot them a text. If I had the if I had the right contact, shoot them a text maybe a week later and saying, hey, last attempt. Uh, I understand if you're not interested, but look, I just want to let you know that you know I've looked at your profile. I'm interested in you, right? This isn't just okay. So that's three times. Okay, three times. What if they still don't? How how many? How many times? Yeah, if you're really interested, how many times will you go after that person? Pursue them over their life? No, no, no. For that one job. For that one job, come on, answer the question. (laughs) How how many times? Eighty. Will you do 80 times? Yeah, it, it, it will. I would say if I go the phone texting route, that's it. That's a wrap. If I don't have their phone or texting, I'll try a sequence so email three afterwards. Times. I don't love those. Okay. Jerry, Jerry, did he say points. three times? Jerry, help three me. Did he points. say three I times? Said, I think he said three times. Three times. Okay. Three times in like a week. Is that right? In a week. No, three I times in a week. Over, over a couple weeks. Over Not a period of time. And that's yeah. it. Okay. Ernie's got another animal, question is, for you. This is the part of the yeah. job that, that, that just escapes you, animal. It's you got to feel it, man. You can feel yeah, well, you know whether I, you should I have try to again say, or yeah, not. I have it's, to say, there's a lot of good right. recruiters one, who will not oh, give in. One. They will pursue you until you talk to them. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, claim- not that, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the, the over aggressor. Yeah. I want to be. I want to be consistent, but I don't want to be over aggressive. I'm not that. I don't want to just keep hitting, yeah. hitting an empty door, right? But to Jerry's point, there's an art to it. There's something you feel about their background. There's times when I look at somebody's background, like this person's going to be interested in this job. You know, they're, they're seemingly that their their career's trajecting in this right. This is the right job for them. Uh, they've been there for three years. They're stagnant. There's going to be a lot of different things that seem to a recruiter, experienced recruiter, that is this person they should be interested in this job. I'm going to put a little extra effort in. Other times okay. they may get one in now and I move on. Okay, Ernie, over to you. You want to ask a few questions. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, PJ, do you happen to use automation to do this, or you just you just go one by one individually each time? I mean, you seem to be. A yeah, guy I want to. I mean, I'm 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 careful with the automation in terms of contacting, but you know, certainly uh-huh. uh, where automation really affects that helps me is sorting, prioritizing, and putting in the ATS. That's kind of where I value automation. Okay. Okay. Sorting the best candidates to the top, you know, helping me prioritize which ones I should reach out to. And then get get them into the ATS. That's because higher tool. That's what they do for you. They rank them, and they tell you they guess the salary, and they tell you which ones they think are going to be ready to move. Am I right about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. Hire tool is the best scope. I mean, hire tool is the best tool out there. It's just the ROI issue, right? But as far as like tool, yeah, hire tool automates a lot of these things for you, uh, which is very beneficial. I just can't, you know, my problem with hire tool is I, I'm done with it after a few hours. I need more. I need uh-huh. I need the ability to contact more people. Too expensive for you, but it's a great tool. No, not too okay, expensive. so not too expensive. Yeah. Okay. He's, I Low just ROI. want to make it clear. I want to turn this it's, into a last. Sounds like it's ridiculously limiting. <laughs> Did you just call me? Did you call me cheap? No, well, indirectly, okay. I well, it's not your budget. <laughs> not my budget. It's that corporate life. <laughs> yeah. You just call my CEO cheap? I'm just kidding. Your CEO? Yeah, I called him cheap. I don't know his or her name, okay? You so I'm, I'm CEO quite. Cheap? <laughs> oh, I, I am cheap. Yeah, it's uh-huh. true. That's fair. I, I yeah, have you, to be. That's why he lives out I'm the country. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Money's getting tight. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're not okay. Younger. Okay. I'm going to do an ad then, Ernie, if you've got something. But I want to do an ad for Hire Tool. We've talked about it many times. Okay. This oh, guy. I, I think we already have. Well, just think, let me finish I, off. I, I, I think that this ad's already been played out. Yeah. Did okay. I just tell you guys not to buy it? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't ever buy Hire Tool, no matter what. Oh, I'm gonna get a follow up. <laughs> I just want to make a point. I'm both gonna get a follow up from Nin on this one. He's gonna email us. Uh, this guy, this, this guy, PJ. Seriously, who, two, seriously, two hundred contacts a month. Come on, come on, Nin. I, come on, give seriously, us more. Give dude. Us more, Nin. I, give I us never more. knew that. I never more, knew that, man. man. No us, way. Give us five hundred and I'll shut up. Give me a thousand and, and I'll put your tool on my, on my profile. Okay, okay, but I just I just want to say this is a guy who was uh, discovered at a at a drugstore drinking a, a a malted milk or something like that. His natural talent was just no the pet store story was discovered. Yeah, I mean, he true. is a, a superstar. The turtle He's was a super, the turtle was superstar. Superstar cor- uh, co- corporate recruiter, and he said a lot of fantastic things about Hire Tool, just like everybody else. Okay, I want to make a point of that. H i r e t u a l dot com. Check it out. If, Ernie, if this show any- has told us anything, yeah. it is run out and try Hire Tool. Yeah. Okay, Ernie. And then, and then the theme of this more. show <laughs> for, for at least yeah. four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the show's it's, almost yeah. over, actually. Yeah, it's going fast. Ernie, uh, any other questions yeah. that you yeah. wanted to ask? PJ, yeah, yeah. I mean, PJ, you seem to know a lot about a lot of tools, a lot of things. How did you all learn it? How did you start? Well, I, yeah, I mean, tools for me, I've always been fascinated with tools. I'm not – but I've never been in the camp of tools or replacing recruiters. It's the most ridiculous conversation that Jerry, uh-huh. Animal, and all of us on this call have been having our entire careers. But I am always fascinated on, on ways that I can automate certain parts of the job, and especially in particular the parts of the job that I don't love. So, you know, I don't know a lot of recruiters that love the administration part of the job. We do it. Even if you're good at it, you don't necessarily maybe love it, right? We're kind of a people job. So I'm always, uh-huh. always on the lookout for that, and I, and I tend to demo at least one tool a month. And it takes a lot to kind of push me, like to really wow me with that tool. Um, so I think, you know, really, How do you turn I mean, the people entire, down? When you're in a demo – and they're bragging oh, about the their tool for half oh, an hour. How do you say oh, stop for it. me? Yeah. I, no, how I do you turn the them off? Them. I give them feedback right on the spot. I'm like, look, this is why this is bad. It was just built by a recruiter. It was built by a software engineer. The software engineer talked to a recruiter. You know, you what you guys are trying to do, it's like if you're going to compete with Tire Tool and Tello Seek Out, be better than them, be cheaper, and give me higher ROI, have more scope. Or what the hell are you doing? Like, don't compete with them because they got it. 
So you're, you're pretty, you're pretty blunt. So you're a nice guy who what? gives a little kid. It's, you give the kid oh. the shirt off your back, but when it comes to these business people, you're as tough as nails. Am I right about that? Tough as nails, absolutely. Tough as nails. It's going to be hard to get a dollar out of me. You're going you're gonna to have to earn it. I'm, it's different okay. when I hold knew on a second. Kid. That's a totally different let me, process. Let me hold on. I, 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 I'll give Ernie another chance, but, but I want to ask, what about my introduction? Do people uh, ever search your name and say, PJ, I'm going to speak to this guy. He's so nice. He's the nicest guy in the world, and, and he rides horses, okay? Uh, does that ever come and help you? I yeah. mean, It does. It uh-huh. does. But, you know, I'll be honest. I mean, I think what helps more, I, I do think that there's an advantage that um, experienced recruiters have over less experienced recruiters. I get called out of my profile all the time, a lot more than the, than the NFL or the horses or my anything activities outside. A lot of people call out your previous companies. A lot of people look, and you just look like an experienced recruiter. They're, a little, they're more likely to respond. They're a little more comfortable. That does not mean if you're a junior recruiter, inexperienced recruiter, or new that you can't just crush it. That's not what I'm saying. Generally, candidates look at your profile, and they're going to they're gonna judge you like you're judging them. It's helpful if you have experience. It's helpful if it looks like – you're doing something relevant, right? It, it's helpful. It gives them a little more confidence. You get a little higher likelihood of response. Okay, Ernie, he, he's repeating himself again. Ernie, go back to you. But Ernie, you know, you didn't ask yeah. him about his subject. You <laughs> didn't ask him about his subject line, okay? And he says, I just want to say what he's. Ernie, subject. I'm interrupting you. Okay, I gave you the time, and I'm not taking it away. He says there's he lots says, of ways to recruit. Has Ernie even said anything yet? Is it? <laughs> okay, he says he says some he says he says there's lots of ways to recruit. Some people find more success. In details, he said, others prefer to be more vague in their messages. I usually aim for the middle. I give them a reason why I'm contacting them without being too specific to one opportunity. Okay, that's in the body. You already told 100%. us what message you. Okay, what about the subject line? What do you What do you put in the subject line? No, I think email? I mean if, I mean I think most of the subject lines I'll either reference a like a job. I'm, again, when this is the vague part, I'll say like software engineering at Torque versus software engineer at Torque. That subtle difference signals that I'm not calling you a software engineer. I'm not going to assume your level. You, how many times do recruiters get pushed back saying, you send me a software engineer job, I'm a senior. I'm like, okay, read the fucking job and tell me what, you know, if you're interested in this job, who cares about level? We'll level you, we'll level you downstream. But so I, I, you have to be kind of careful not to, like, you know, weed the candidate, have the candidate self-select out just based on title alone. So I'll try to reference that we're, we have openings. Here's. Here's an example of like what we look what for in software words, engineers. Just what right? words go into the title? Specific words usually. That's what I'm software asking. Software engineering you, okay? with torque.ai. Software engineering with torque.ai. Product manager. Okay. Product management with torque.ai. You know, I'm careful about referencing the specific, a specific job, and I want to give details about a relevant. You know, again, I'm reaching out to you for product manager. And I'm not going to reference a level, but here's a general skill set of what we look for. Okay. Or if they're senior, or you? senior, then that's easy, right? If they're clearly a senior engineer, send them a senior engineer job. It's easy, right? But most senior engineers don't level out to senior in most of the companies I've worked at. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's Ernie, probably now, true. Ernie, true. Go, go ahead. Ernie, PJ, go ahead. You, got, you, you know, you got a lot of experience, a lot of people listening to you that are, that are young, learning. What advice do you have for them? I mean, what would you first tell them to do um, well, I'll tell you the first – I mean, this is going to kind of answer your question. I want to be careful because when I don't answer it all the way, Michael, our animal is going to call me out on it. But I, I think the important thing is when I do talk to, to people who are coming into the field or have been in the field for maybe less than two years, first thing I always tell them is that you have a two, five, year, two, five and ten year. At two years, you're going to have a lot of great skills. You can be using a lot of different type of jobs. 
you can take a lateral move. You could probably even take a promotion into a different job, right? They're going to look at this. It's a very useful skill set. Five years, you're going to be getting close to the point where, like, your income is up, your level is up. For you to take a lateral move is still possible. For you to take maybe an up level at a different role, possible but complicated. Ten years, nobody's going to pay you anywhere what you want to make to do any other job. This is what you do, right? So when I, when I laid out for them that way, they think, okay, good. I don't need to panic after one year if I don't want to be a recruiter. I've got really five years to figure this out. I've got two years where my skills are extremely valuable. Like, you know, your next job uh-huh. is going to get paid more to do something else if you don't want to be a recruiter after two years. Five years, iffy, ten years, nobody's going to touch. You know, you're going to, you, you want to take a massive pay cut, take a different job. Nobody's going to pay you what you want to be paid to do anything else but recruit. Uh, so that that's the first of I start there, right? Understand what your math is. Understand you know, like kind of what your career penalty is because look, uh, we all know like how many recruiters do this for ten years. There's far more recruiters who do this for two. They flunk out, opt out, or run out. Hey, so PJ, are are you a full time employee recruiter at these places, or do you contract? Or and I've second both, second right? part of that is why why aren't, why aren't you just an independent recruiter guy? Why don't I? Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. if you look at my, I, I've done that. Um, I, I've gone back and forth. I've, I've done all three. Though, what, you, what you just asked me. So the yeah. irony of yeah. this is, I just accepted a full time offer at the company I've been consulting with yesterday. Um, so I actually turned down full time offers to join this company there in Blacksburg, Virginia. I wasn't ready to relocate willy nilly without learn, learning more about them. They wanted to learn more. Oh. About me. So it worked out well. We got you know everybody's everybody's married, everybody's happy, and we're we're off in marriage land. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take off to Blacksburg, but so I'm not afraid to contract to hire because I think it benefits both sides. I've also gone straight to hire, but I've also broken off and just worked for myself for for a couple of years. And I'll tell you what, man, you gotta nod your head head to like the people like Jerry that just do that and the animal like just build their brands and build their business around and be their own boss. Now I've tried it for a couple of years and I like it, and then I just go right back into a corporate environment. Yeah, I don't know huh. that I'm, I don't know that I could do this for 25 years for myself. It's a lot of hustle. Huh. It's, you know, it's, you guys, you just got to have that a different fire. My my fire burns around the job. It's less around the hustle or business development. I hate business development. I don't like doing. I don't like doing. Well, you sound like you will be you know? great at it, uh, uh, Ernie. Doesn't he sound like he would be very good at business yeah, development? That, that, yeah, exactly. That's uh, and, and I think I think he would be great because he does have that voice. He does have that confidence. And, and yeah. it's just a matter yeah. of, I guess, what you like to do and, and really how you want to plan out your day. I mean, you know, do, I mean, when you work for these companies, do you start at 8 o'clock in the morning and finish at 5? Do you work weekends? Uh, all the above, but, you know, I, I, beauty by recruiting is not a 9-to-5 job or an 8-to-5 job. It's, right. You know, I, it's very easy for me to tell my boss, like, hey, I'm going to get started at noon today. Cool, no problem. Just take care of your stuff. Right. If I'm yeah. not performing any job, insert any okay. job, doesn't matter what the job I, I got to do another. I got to do my off. final ad. But I got to do my final ad. But you actually say on Facebook that corporate recruiting and agency recruiting are very different. We'll come to that in a second. First, I want to tell everybody yeah. about Hone It. H O N E I T dot com, the online interview technology. Uh, your candidate and you call into the same website. It records everything. Audio video, uh, text, searchable text. If you come to an important question, uh, you press a button, the candidate talks with you about it, you press another button, it creates a little clip that you can send to the hiring manager. She can listen to all the sizzle that the candidate brings to the conversation herself. Okay? 
Nick Livingston is the CEO. He's a great guy. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. You can talk to him about any time. Okay. Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Okay. Well, how are they different? Yeah, okay, right. I like that last tool. I mean, it's, it's a bit creepy, but I like it. I like it. It's a bit creepy, but well, I like it. What's creepy? That whatever you say just is that stone conversations after? And then, yeah, you know, yeah. Just, you know, the ability. I, I mean, that, like that's just an evolution into the world we live in. Everything's social. Everything's recorded. You're on camera everywhere, except for the mm. show, of course. You're on, you're on a camera mm. on the show. Mm. Mm. Oh, well, if you said <laughs> something tank. awful, like some people have, I can edit the show, but I don't like having okay, to do good. that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. What's the difference between a corporate and an agency recruiter? Because you said clearly, and I can find my notes and quote it back to you. What is? Well, how are they different? Yeah, I think this is always. I'll be. I don't know why I struggle to answer that question every time I'm asked, and sometimes I I impress myself with an answer, and sometimes I just bomb it. You know, the real reality is, I mean, a lot, a lot, there's a lot of similarities in, in what we do. And I think my approach is very similar. My recruiting approach as an agency recruiter and my approach to corporate, and the way that I engage with candidates and hold on to them are very similar. The benefit about starting an agency and moving to corporate is I never forget about somebody else calling your candidate. And that, that never lost. I mean, I never, I've never lost the edge around losing my paycheck. That, that, stick, that sticks with you. And I think a lot of people that have The sense of urgency. Both, the sense of urgency and timing. Somebody else is recruiting okay. them. Somebody but else let is me, recruiting let, you know, since you're, since you're doing your usual stick, talking around something, I mean, I have to <laughs> fight with you to get specific. Get this is what it. you actually said. You said, PJ said, the roles are very different. It's not all about production on the corporate side. There's a big yes. learning curve going in-house. Not everyone can or should make the jump. Boom. Go ahead. Yeah, I think there's a one of the um, I, this, you, you're not going to love this animal, but I can tell you right now one probably one of the most useful ways I can articulate that is my experience when I converted from agency to full time at, at Microsoft. I mean, I'll make it short. My first six months, it was contract to hire. My first six months, I was walking on water. I thought I was killing it. I was absolutely crushing every number and put in front of me, and I was by far ahead of anybody else around you know, on my team. I was really outperforming my team. My six-month conversation, I had a really hard conversation with my boss, and she looked me dead in the eyes like, I don't know if we're going we're gonna to go any further than we are today. And she's like, look, I'm, you know, I'm contemplating ending your contract here. And I've never been more crushed or surprised in my entire life on anything. Literally, like, went from, like, yeah, I'm your greatest recruiter you've ever seen to, like, you're going to get fired. I, I, I should probably fire you. And the, the big difference was that it's the expectations that I was setting with clients and the way I was operating. I was operating like an agency recruiter. I was full, fully focused on the production. I wasn't focused on my presence. I wasn't focused, focused on the relationship, like an internal relationships versus external. I was selling them versus being a partner and being a subject matter expert for what I do. But the biggest killer was not setting expectations. I, if she gave me 50 recs, and I would tell her, like, Corey, I'll fill that. And I filled 40 of them. The recruiter next to me filled 15. My expectation, I'm like, good, I'm, I'm, I'm crushing it. She's her, totally she's like, crazy. Yeah. She's totally no, crazy. No, I, just, I would no, leave a company just, like that. You got a manager with no brains. No, listen to me, animal. Listen, if you, if I tell somebody, if you tell somebody, you can fill fifty, 
You don't fill 50. They could have resourced it elsewhere. They could have given you more resources. They could have added another recruiter. You set the expectation you're going to accomplish the job, and you don't do it. There's other resources available that could have Hold on. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. Didn't you just say that you filled 40 out of 50, and the no, recruiter was, sitting I, beside I pulled those numbers out of thin air. I just want to be clear. I was, that was a high oh, dude, I was you got to understand when somebody's just giving a, a – you got to – yes, yeah. exactly, man. You can't be over theoretical ago. crap. Hold on. Jerry yeah. or Ernie can help <laughs> Jerry or Ernie can help well, me here. Well, the guy said he was doing very well, and she didn't, no. She she told him he sucked. I can't figure out why. Yeah, because well, the expectations that, that, were that out was, of whack. Yeah, no, yeah. The, what I didn't understand yeah. was you, you sounded like you were doing better than the other guy. And I yet, was doing yeah, better. The other, the, guy's the, doing, other, the, the other guy has a job, and you don't. Yeah, well, no, I, they didn't fire me. I, I, I quickly changed and, and adapted. I took the, took the feedback, and they quickly changed. And I stopped telling her I'm going to fill every job, and I started telling her what I can't fill. Right? And then was I this an agency? No, this is Microsoft. No, he was at Microsoft, Ernie, and he was bragging too much, oh. I guess. That's Come on, Ernie, pay attention. Like that. Listen, in the <laughs> environment, you have the mentality that – On Ernie. That, God. Listen, in the agency side, are you going to tell a client that, just, that you're not going to fill their job? Uh, Jerry, 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 Jerry. Yes, yes, yes. Mark, yes. Doesn't what? it sound like – You just – he wasn't sucking up to people enough inside, okay. and that was yeah. the problem. That's Is that what he's telling us? Dude, yeah. That's, that's yeah. a part of it. That's a part hey, We've only got three minutes left. Move on, dude. Okay. okay. Well, let me ask you this. Jerry, you asked the last question. Hold on. Wait a sec. Hold on. Jerry and PJ have an ongoing battle about guarantees. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Uh-oh. not guarantees years. Years. on who owns the candidate. Who owns the candidate? At least 10 years. Yeah. At least. See, yeah, we I, uh, the same conversation for about 10. We're not there well, yet. Yeah. Maybe we should <laughs> save know, that I, for the next the, time. The sooner we all read Sun Tzu – the sooner we all recognize that there is no ownership. Yeah. Ownership is a completely defensive posture. Defensive armor slows you down on the battlefield. I don't want to get too heavy with you. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Running, running around, checking to see if anybody owes you a fee a year later is just not that's – not, that's not yeah. the straightforward uh, way I do business. And it's cool. But – but Jared, that's cool. I mean, people can business? try to button it what up. Was the, what was the Sopranos business? But then you got businesses that specifically target companies that are obligated to pay on these candidates if they're hired, and maybe they came through a different source nine months later. It, yeah. There has to be some rules in place, and it sucks. Yeah, you sure. know what? That's too big. And and my, my, rule have to, is, yeah, my rule is if mm-hmm. the reason you're considering that person is due to my work, then you owe me a fee. It could be today. It would be three if years from now. By that rule, if everybody played by that rule, yeah. it would be simple, but almost nobody does. Right? My, so my, as a corporation, we gotta we got to right. have some structure. So we don't pay my agreement also says – right. My agreement also says some other agreement you have in place doesn't remove yeah, your and obligation that, that, And that one me. rule point, I would never sign that con- – yeah, this is the part where you and I will never agree because I, 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 I expect don't, every I don't one of my customers to agree to that. Yeah, know, you know what? I, I, hold on, why, let me interrupt you, here. Let me interrupt. Let me I did not. Why you can't sign should? that. You can't sign that as a company. You can't. I did set this all you can. I have. I have Fortune Fortune 100 corporations that sign that every single time I've you sent it. You found it. You found somebody to know the last they were 30. doing to sign a contract. 
You said somebody didn't know what the hell they were doing. No, not you got no, you got an not admin or a secretary or something. No, sorry, no. didn't see that bullet point because you can't force PJ, all you're, contracts you're, you have as organization. PJ, PJ, <laughs> you're suggesting that I'm duping someone uh, yeah, into agreeing to my terms, and I, I, and I am absolutely not. Absolutely that not. Was, uh, that was that was and it's not one time. That was okay. It's but it's not one time. It's every time. Okay. It's, that's you how know I do business. I, I can if I'm provide, talk over those guys. If I can I'm set provi- this up. I'm going to talk would, over you. you this, if man, I man, provide you the service, <laughs> then you owe payment for my service. Some other agreement that you have in place does not remove you owing me for my service. <laughs> Your issue is with them. In-house recruiters were careful. Your issue was if they were careful, this wouldn't be a conversation. But they're not. That's the main. The big, biggest problem is the people that don't do it, that, that don't manage the process or set expectations up front. Where Jerry and I ever did business, we would have expectations anchored out up front. And you, both of us would run the straight line, do our jobs. The problem is most most don't. In-house recruiters and agency, they're all over the place, right? So it's it's a hard process. Okay, you know what? I didn't set this. I didn't set this conversation up properly. It's a really good one. Companies are giving up. You're a great guest. You're a great guest. I love you. You got to. Companies are giving up quite a bit through this ownership crap. Okay, Jerry, (laughs) we're missing out on hiring people. (laughs) This is the last time I'm ever going to be on this show. This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Ernie Marino, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, and PJ O'Rourke. Oh, PJ O'Rourke. PJ O'Rourke is our new friend. Thank you. <laughs>